Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. It must be Thursday. Folks, if you don't know, we talk to millionaires every day just for you. And one of those millionaires is Jonathan Twomley, who needs to have his interview at 730. So on Thursdays, you can count on the daily financial news being done at 7 a.m. Today is Thursday. It is May 5th. It is Cinco de Mayo. Enjoy yourself. Have some fun. These are kind of the big things that I am tracking, and then we will get into the news of the day. First and foremost, we got our answer from the Fed. We got a 50 basis point move, which I have been calling for for weeks. We've also got clarity that 50 will be on the table for the next two meetings. Also, something I have been talking about for a couple of weeks. One thing that Jerome Powell has done is he did say, at least in the short term, 75 basis points is not being considered. I still believe, and if you saw Matt the Mortgage is a guy and I make predictions yesterday, I stand by my prediction. I believe there is a 30% chance that we will get a 75 basis point move. I, uh, I think the Fed, as I said yesterday, will eventually have to admit that the April quarter point move was a mistake. So in the end, even if we don't get the 75, you can count on the Fed funds rate being one and three quarters to 2% by July, by the middle of July. So, and obviously more to come after that. On top of that, we had a rapid buy the dip moment. Uh, it was nothing more than a bear trap. Uh, some of you were uh, ecstatic that we didn't get rug pulled with a 75 basis point move. Uh, some of you have been commenting that Jerome Powell looked more confident or in control. Folks, he is a duck on water. He is in so much trouble. Uh, he does not know what's coming. But hey, if you want to feel better buying the dip and then get ripped today in the bear trap, who am I to stop you? Next up, we've got more and more signs that my warning about retail is actually happening right now. To catch you up, I've been saying retail, or what I often joke as the cardboard box industry is dead. It's experiences, and we are hearing it over and over and over again. Ultimately, what I think is going to happen here is the consumer is going to finally give up finally retreat by the middle of August. I think this summer will be the last hurrah as we get ready for a winter of yet higher inflations, probably the start of rising unemployment, stagflation, finishing up the year, ultimately with a recession next year. Again, I don't say this to scare you. I don't even say this to warn you. I say this to prepare you. Recessions are where you make money. Get your shopping list ready. Whether it's stocks or crypto or real estate or NFTs, I don't care what it is. You don't make your money buying at the top. You buy yourself, you make money 
buying quality on sale. And that's what happens in recessions. We have a pretty nasty one coming. I thought it was comical that even Jerome Powell kind of gave us, you know what, we're going to have a recession. He called it a softish landing. <laughs> Jerome, softest landing is a recession, buddy. Let's, let's stop this uh, playing with vocabulary and words. And then finally, I saw an interesting article about Jim Cramer. Uh, Jim Cramer is somebody I watched a couple of decades ago, lost a lot of money uh, back in the dot-com uh, crisis. Uh, watching, I think he was, what, Kudlow and Cramer or something? Anyways, long time ago. He holds 50% of his personal portfolio in cash. I bet you wouldn't have guessed that. He does. We'll get back to why he does that in a minute. It's actually a cute story. Uh, but when I read the headline, I'm like, damn, Jim Cramer's got 50% of his portfolio in cash? I need to know why. So we will get to that in a minute. So again, back to the Fed day. We got the 50 basis point move. We got 75 taken off the table for now. Uh, we did get the clarity on the balance sheet. Reductions will start June 1st. That's like not even 30 days from now. It is going to start relatively slowly. 30 billion of treasuries, 17 and a half billion of mortgage-backed securities, ultimately doubling in 90 days to 60 billion and 35 billion, right where I was expecting. I had talked about 95 billion being the number. Uh, we had 3% of the workforce quit in March. That's an amazing number. <laughs> On top of that, we had worker productivity reported just this morning. Worker productivity fell 7.5%. That is the largest drop in worker activity since 1947. Why does that matter? Because the reverse of productivity is wages. Wages jumped 11.6%. That is the highest in 40 years. I have warned you. I have told you. I have strongly suggested that wage inflation is here. And it is the biggest fear of the Federal Reserve. And it is why I think we will ultimately eventually get a three-quarter point move. Wage inflation starts the same way every time. We have already seen the first step. You and I talked about six months ago, retail, service industries, right? Entry-level jobs, they were the first to benefit. Folks, that's where it always starts. What we are going to have now is office workers, white collar. We all know the stats. It doesn't matter if you make 400 grand a year or 100 grand a year. There's a very good chance you are living paycheck to paycheck. And when we have 8.5%, arguably 11, 12, 13% inflation, it hurts everyone. So the next leg of wage inflation is what you can call office workers or white collar or whatever you want, whatever your term is. It is the next step, and that is what is going to occur over the next six to nine months. The Fed is not ready. It is exactly what happened in the 1970s. It's just happening again. What else do we got? Um, yeah, office workers are starting to quit because of inflation. This is the time, folks. 
Your job is to protect your family. And many of you choose to stay where you are because it's comfortable. If you change jobs, you go to a competitor, you go somewhere else, yes, you will be the new employee and that holds risk, no doubt, but you will get a 10, 15, 20. I have seen 30% increases. Go get yours. Let's talk about Jim Cramer. I thought this was a very interesting article. The headline's got to catch your attention, right? Jim Cramer's a stock guy. He's the mad money guy. By the way, his first book that talked about him living in a car, that was pretty good. That's it's probably three decades old. I read that back in the day. Anyways, the reason he keeps 50% cash is kind of cute. As you, you may not know, but Jim Cramer is married. Uh, about uh, a couple of years ago, he and his wife were having a conversation about money. I strongly suggest you have conversations with you and yours about money more frequently. In this conversation, to net it out, his wife basically said, I hate the stock market. If we are truly partnership, I want half our money in cash at all the time. Jim was not happy about this. Because, again, he's a stock guy. But because happy life, happy wife is better than a couple of bucks, he does hold 50% of his portfolio in cash at all times. Just because I was curious, where else is the money? Because he is on CNBC and stocking and talks individual stocks, he can't own individual stocks. So he's got 40% in an U.S. index, 5 in international and five in gold or crypto. Yeah. But still, I think it was pretty interesting. Looks like Elon Musk will be the CEO of Twitter for at least a little while. I wonder how the folks at Tesla and SpaceX feel about that. I don't know. 70% of adults say it is a bad time to buy a house. To which I say, you're right. It is a bad time to buy a house. It is unaffordable like I have never seen before. This market was broken by the Fed. We're going to need years to kind of put this back together. Inflation is already damaging a certain sector of our economy. Those folks that hold credit scores at 660 and below are already defaulting on their credit cards. The expected default raise, right, rate, excuse me, rate is expected to rise to 8.4%, a record over the last couple of decades. Living paycheck to paycheck, everything's more expensive. Eventually you got to make choices. You only got so many dollars. You got, you got more month than dollars. And, uh, Credit card will be uh, not top of the list. Back to some earnings announcements, right? eBay, Etsy, Wayfair, terrible numbers. More importantly, eh, they were okay numbers, but they were terrible forecasts. The consumer is in trouble. Etsy, Shopify first. I forgot to put Shopify. Shopify, missed top and bottom. Also buying a logistic company for $2.1 billion and gave weak guidance eBay, weak guidance, um, 
they people buy uh, shoppers are choosing experiences over stuff. That is my that's almost my quote exactly. Uh, Wayfair ugly quarter, weak guidance, less consumers. On top of that, we have bookings.com. Remember, we said retail trouble, experience is doing great. We have bookings.com with a big beat, top and bottom, and said we are going to have an amazing summer season. Back to IT technology, place that I came from. Looks like we got another miss, this time from Cognizant, and gave a very weak guidance. It wouldn't shock me if the enterprise software space or IT is in trouble. We have the world on fire. And as somebody who had worldwide quota, if you were a U.S.-based company, it is not uncommon to get, I don't know, 15% of your money from Asia, 25% from Europe. It's in trouble. It's, uh, it's not going to be good. Facebook plans to reduce hiring. Folks, big, big companies are already starting to ratchet back. This is why I think we end the year in stagflation and the recession is postponed to next year. Not good. Uh, next, jobless claims exceeded expectations. They are once again above 200,000 or actually exactly 200,000. Lastly, let's talk about Zillow and Redfin. Both report after hours. Who among us doesn't expect that earnings report to be ugly? Ugly cubed. It's going to be bad. How could it not be? They're going to talk about activity down and this down and that down and this down and that down. It is going to be a messy quarter. I'm going to, we're going to hear from Zillow, see how many homes they have less to, left to sell. The worst home flippers of all time. It's going to be a messy, messy day. So that's what we got for May 5th. We got clarity from the Fed. We got a bunch of folks buying the dip yesterday that fell into a classic bear trap. We got retail in trouble. We got Jim Cramer 50% cash. And I think we're going to have the consumers done. After one last party this summer, the consumer is going to start to hibernate and get ready for winter. Take care. We got lots of stuff today. Jonathan Twomley. Uh, we got the three amigos later today. Take care of yourself. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.